0: The neighborhood that hopes to land Utah's professional baseball team. And the question becomes, how do we pay for this?
1: I'm thumbs down on it because of taxation. If it's building a Major League Baseball stadium, I love all the taxes. A live broadcast from Salt Lake's Power District. This is an in depth look at the visions for a pro team in Utah, the future of Salt Lake's West Side, and the people who live there. Here are Dave Noriega and Debbie Degenovic on KSL News Radio.
0: Oh, the Billion Dollar Ballpark is our big story all morning long here on the Dave and Dujanovic Show, where Dave and I are broadcasting live. And to give you a visual of where we're at, well, first of all, we are broadcasting out of the Utah State Fair Park, which is in the neighborhood, just down the street from where the proposal is. Dave, um, you, you and I drove here together. Um, you're welcome. I was your Uber driver this morning. No too. Um, tell, tell folks kind of where we're at so they have, can get an idea of where this is going to be.
1: Okay. Uh, if you know the snow, the smokestacks, yes, uh, basically there. So when you're coming down um, North Temple, uh, you're driving right alongside the tracks line. And the ballpark is going to be on the south side. The state park is on the north side of the tracks line. So it, it really is incredibly convenient. It's very easy to get to. It's a, it's a main road, and it has tracks already running through it. So
0: it's off North Temple between Redwood Road and about uh, 1,000 West um, on the west side of Salt Lake City. We've got tons of coverage lined up for you. We've been working hard with our team of reporters and producers to bring you new information on where the funding passes. Packages stand right now with just days left in the 2024 legislative session regarding the NHL arena, which they want to fund with a billion dollars of taxpayer money. And also, of course, the billion dollar ballpark proposal uh, using taxpayer money as well. We're going to talk about how those taxes will be allocated. We're going to talk about traffic issues that this could bring to the area. And what becomes of the homes, the homes that are in the surrounding area? We've got tons of coverage all morning long, but first we want to take you back to KSL Broadcast House where KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson is standing by live because we know we have been We know we have been in uh, weather chaos this morning Matt. how are things looking out
2: there right now? Uh, hey, so yeah our cold front is now into central Utah and that's uh, bringing snow to portions of the mountains down there. For the Wasatch Front, this is just leftovers now. We've just got some uh, snow showers expected today, but I don't think we'll see much in the way of accumulation. But, uh, you know, it only took a couple inches last night to, to wreak havoc, uh, you know, on I-15 for some spots.
0: So is it out of here for the rest of the day then, Matt?
2: Yeah, I think the brunt of the moisture is gone, uh, but we'll hold on to a couple of snow showers. Most of the accumulating snow will be uh, up in the mountaintops.
1: How much did we get in the mountains
2: uh, so it looks like we got anywhere from six to 12, but I think we could pick up another two to five as the day progresses. So, uh, maybe, maybe some totals around eight to 16, uh, by right. the end of the event. So not bad, you know, some fresh powder for uh, all the skiers out there.
0: Well, well, when more importantly is, uh, much needed water.
1: Oh yeah. My. Thanks Matt. I appreciate it. Let's jump over to Heather Kelly in the traffic center. Heather, how are things looking on the streets?
3: Uh, Well, they're not great. (laughs) All morning long, we've had some really bad traffic. It all started in Utah County northbound I-15 with more than half a dozen cars that spun out to the left and the right and in the middle of the street, the freeway northbound I-15. So they had to shut that down for a while. And then they just recently shut down the 201 freeway eastbound out in Magna. That's because we have a, a pickup truck that has landed on top of the barrier separating the eastbound and westbound lanes of travel. They're still trying to get that off the barrier, but at least they've
0: reopened some of the lanes on the 201 freeway. So, so Heather, what is traffic on 201 looking like right now? Is the backing pretty significant? Is it going into like the Tooele area or is it the other direction?
3: No, not it's not backing up toward Tooelea yet. So between about 80th West and 5600 West, so that's a few miles, you're going to have some really slow and even some stop-and-go traffic. It's getting a little better because they've reopened the lanes, but I think they're going to have to close the 201 freeway down again soon once they figure out how to get the pickup truck up off the barrier because it's stuck in the cables on that That barrier.
0: Do we know if everybody's okay, or is there some serious injuries with that? That sounds horrible. We haven't
3: heard of any injuries or not injuries all morning long. So Uh, okay,
0: yeah. Uh, And then take us back real quickly down to the Lehigh area. I know our friends in Lehigh were having a go of it this morning. I was listening to Tim and Amanda's coverage with you and Andy Farnsworth on the traffic down there in Lehigh. Felt badly. It seems like they took the brunt of this uh, down in Utah County.
3: Yeah, they certainly did. That's where we had those spinoffs. It started uh, just after 5 o'clock this morning, about 5.30. It was a very icy patch between 2100 North and SR 92 That's Timpanogos Highway. And I saw at least six or seven cars that had spun off in that area. So the roads are getting a little bit better, but it is still a struggle. People are barely going 20 miles an hour right now. Still northbound I-15 through Mm. Lehigh.
1: We're speaking with Heather Kelly in the Traffic Center. Heather, with so much uh, accumulation up in the mountains, how are the canyons looking?
3: Well, they are slow going. We have huge delays right now trying to get into both Big and Little Cottonwood Canyon. The good news for skiers trying to get into Little Cottonwood Canyon is it just opened about 830. But I'm also looking at several miles of delay on eastbound I-80 for people trying to exit at Kimball Junction and also over at US-40, which is Silver Creek Junction.
0: Well, not quite March, but I guess February is going out with a roar. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Heather Kelly in the Traffic Center, as always, our Traffic Center doing an amazing job. Our team of traffic reporters always on top of um, all of the traffic cameras and all of the latest incidents. We'll keep you posted throughout the next three hours, and hopefully traffic starts to clear. But in those three hours, Dave and I have uh, plenty of coverage of the ballpark proposal um, in the Fair Park area, which is we're right about, uh, we're at the Fair Park, actually, Broadcast Casting. Thankful, thankful. The Utah State Fair Park has opened its doors to us today. Uh, right down the street, not very far from where the ballpark uh, will uh, uh, eventually—I want to say allegedly—eventually sit, if everything goes as planned.
1: And maybe the better word is even hopefully, because there's no guarantee here. This is very pie-in-the-sky stuff. And and to be very clear, all of these proposals are dependent on whether or not we officially sign uh, an expansion agreement with Major League Baseball. So don't think, you know, some people will say, "Oh, are we going to build it? Is this a field of g- dream scenario where if you build it, right. they will come?" That is not what is going to happen. We will have an agreement, a guarantee from Major League Baseball first before we But build. does that not
0: sweeten the pot? For MLB, for, sure. for an expansion team to know uh, that if lawmakers do uh, vote on this package in the next few days to fund the major league ballpark, at least with a billion dollars of taxpayer money or, or commit that amount, that MLB says, hey, look, they're serious out there in the West in
1: Utah. That's exactly what happens. In fact, one of the cities that we are in real competition with is Portland, Oregon. And Portland has been trying for well over a decade to lure a Major League Baseball team, but they are a disaster when it comes to state and city support. They are constantly throwing up barriers, which has very much hurt Portland's bid to get a baseball team. The fact that Utah is opening up the doors, it is funding it, it has a plan, it has an area downtown, sweetens a pot to the level that we I haven't seen for, I I can't remember, such a prime ready location.
0: Utah has never been home to a major league baseball team, so this would be a first. However, others have been through the wall long before Utah, and it has not come without some massive headaches and financial problems along the way. I have been looking into the uh, NFL stadium that was built in Glendale, Arizona, just outside of Phoenix for the Cardinals. That was 20 years worth of headaches for that community. Um, I'm going to spell out some of those problems in the next three hours, specifically in the 11 o'clock hour, when we talk about what this could do to this area, uh, the Fair Park, Rose Park, all of these homes in this area. Dave's also been looking into uh, the economic issues as well, uh, with the help of uh, the former Labor Secretary, who served under President. Clinton, and he looked into the stadium, uh, the drain of stadiums, the financial drain of stadiums, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think he brings up some good questions. We need to ask ourselves these things. Ultimately, the question we're wrestling with is, is it worth it? Because it's more than just a financial decision, it's a cultural decision as well.
0: Straight ahead, though, we're going to go live up to Capitol Hill to check in to see where lawmakers are at with the approving or not approving the funding for the billion-dollar ballpark. Well, it's more than a billion dollars, multi-billion-dollar <laughs> ballpark, but it would be a billion dollars of taxpayer funds committed to build an MLB stadium on the west side of Salt Lake City. Next.